and welcome to episode 79 of the Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. You can find us on the web at midnighttriplefeature.com. You can subscribe to our channel through iTunes, Super Smart Radio, and anywhere podcasts can be found. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook. For today's episode, we are discussing the Bale Door in 2020. This podcast will contain spoilers. Enjoy. Alright everybody, welcome to this episode of Midnight Triple Feature. I'm Mike, and coming all the way from next town over on Zoom is Adam. Hello. We're still uh still kind of not really quarantining, but still uh kind of uh what is it called? Yeah. Social distancing, distancing. is that what they call it now? Distancing. Yeah. This is also super convenient, you know. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> not having the <laughs> Especially like January when it's like 15 degrees outside. Yeah, that sucks. You know, like I walk out of your house at midnight and it's below zero. Yeah, <laughs> eight awful. feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, car's just, not warmed up. <laughs> uh, it, it's weird because we just got what uh, oh about a foot and a half of snow. Yeah, and then two days, and then two two days later, gone. Just we it, had, yeah, it was weird. It was gone in one night. Yeah, we had so much rain that a foot and a half of snow was Christmas just gone. Eve. Yeah. So you we know, didn't quite like have a white Christmas, weird. but. <laughs> no, it was weird because like Christmas Eve, you wake up and there's still like 12 inches of snow. And Christmas Day, you wake up and it's gone. It's just gone. It's like the yeah. complete complete opposite of a white Christmas. Yeah. It's just like 2020 was like, nah, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. 2020 has been you know, shit. Like, I want it to go away. Yeah. I just want to move on. <laughs> It's just well. By the, the time world, this episode comes out, you know, it'll be it'll be next year. So the world's crazy. Everything's going wrong. <laughs> I just don't want to do. It. I just want to deal with this. This whole year needs to go away. <laughs> I totally agree. So, right now, I'm still working from home till June. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, my office is is till June. So that would be like 15 months. Of At this point, home. why even reopen it? When you think about it, like how much? How much are they paying? You know, for a building in the city, well, in our city, a lot, sure, and our, you know, yeah, and, yeah. for what? Definitely and then, a lot. And then they they have all you guys working from home. That's probably saving them eight grand a month or whatever it is to rent an office. Oh, easy, yeah. easy. Plus, just like like typical cost of like um, like I don't even like running like guy like, uh, dealing with like internet, <laughs> like. Dealing yeah. with having the lights on, like there's things that like they're not paying for, or they're paying minimal costs because yeah, their overall point. expenses are down. Just pay you guys a stipend, stay home. Seriously, man. Hold I on. would love it. Just... I'll be right back. Well, stuck in you. I realized my IPA was empty. Need to grab another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean my life really still hasn't changed. My I can't do my job from home, but I know. Yeah, no. So my, I mean, this year has been crazy for me too. Like we were deemed essential and all this other shit. And, um, a company that I was with for a very long time, I decided to walk away from, and I started working for another company. That was when I saw you at your house. I mean, I don't don't even think I talked to you about this yet. Cause normally when we talk or text, we're just talking about movies. I worked for them for about almost three months. And then my old boss became the regional manager. 
of our company for New England and basically mm. called me and doubled my offer. And now I'm back with them again. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, so you're so, back with the place with the place you were at before? Yeah. Or just, oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm back there now. Um, they had me work in a different part of the state. Normally, I was up here and, you know, where we live. Right. Now they have me down in like Danbury, Reading, Ridgefield. Right. Uh, New Milford. It's actually a really nice area. I was just saying, those are wealth. Maybe not Danbury, but Richfield is super wealthy. Yeah, like it's weird because, like, I never really worked in Danbury a lot. Yep. And you think of it as like this major city. It's actually, other than like yeah. downtown, and most of it right. is just a lot of su- like suburbs. I was going like, to say, it's mostly suburbs. Yeah, it's a lot of suburbs. And then all around this like little city. Um, they got some great food down there. I love working down there, eating. It's great. Um, How bad? <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. But yeah, no. I'm in like four towns down there, and uh, now it's going pretty well. So hopefully, it stays right. that way. You know, uh, the other company, they they paid really well. They just took up a lot of my time. A lot of yeah, time. I remember that. Yeah. So and <laughs> trying to get you know get up at four thirty. Cause they have okay. me down in new Haven and then to come home at, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night with drive time. A lot of it was just drive time. Cause of where, where we live compared to where they had me working, it'd be two hours to get back and forth to work. So, I yeah. mean, I, I liked working there. I never, I never had a problem. I liked the people I work with it, you know, travel time and money. That's it. That's the way I'm into 2020. No more travel time. Well, yeah, I haven't had travel time for a while. It's going to suck going back to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start, you're <laughs> you gonna start driving in or you're going to start uh, busting it back? I might have to because I don't know if I could get up and start getting up at 530 again. Yeah. Like, I've been getting up to seven since March now, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know if I can go back. I don't know if I can go back. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? So, it's, it's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of adjustments. I'm just, uh, I'm kind of to the point where I know it's never going to quite be the same, but I just wanted to get back to something, you know? Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get there. It's just crazy, you know, like this whole season, man, you know, no, not being able to get together, even going to your house, not being able to get together, I know, a fire yeah. and a movie or anything. I know, we didn't you know, do any of it. We didn't do any of it. Crazy. Um, not only, you know, going out to movies, which yeah, I was telling you, like a thing of the past. We rented, we we went twice, so we re- just rented out the theater. You know, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so like I rented out the theater for a hundred bucks, and I was like, "That's probably the best way to do it at this point." You get some asshole next to you, you know, like. Yeah, I know um, the local theater here. I've only been in there. God, I've lived in this town my entire life, and I've only been in that theater probably three times. Mm-hmm. so my buddy's girlfriend she works at the restaurant that supplies them upstairs well it's it's the same people basically and um she told me that for like 200 bucks you can either rent a theater for up to 20 people mm-hmm. or they have a loft with like a pool table uh, and shit yeah. like that like a bar and you can just hang out play pool stuff like that watch a movie like they just have mm-hmm. and then it was like yeah but they usually that movie theater is always behind on shit and she was yeah. like they have an entire room and you can just choose whatever you want and they'll play it yeah that's they gave us like a a list of movies so like if you wanted a new movie it was 150 
an older movie was a hundred bucks. But um, we want we rented kids movies because I had the kids, but like they had um, they you go watch Batman Returns for a hundred bucks, you know. Um, yeah. Like how many you, people? Up to twenty. Oh yeah, so, yeah, same as here. You know, and uh, they had like um, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. They had, uh, I mean, it was just like they had Scream. They just the you could watch uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. The selection was actually like pretty good. I think they're changing it in January now, so it's like I think they added like Jurassic World and some other stuff. But, yeah, well, uh, it's it kind of worth it, you know. If you got experience, kids yeah. or you know, if yeah, you get a group totally of friends together to go watch something new, it's what. 15 bucks a person 20 a person yeah. whatever it is it's less than that if you got 20 people at 100 bucks it's like five bucks a person yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. definitely worth it yeah. yeah so but i mean you know i don't think theaters will ever be the same you know um i just don't see them going back to the way they used to be no me neither I, things are going to change a lot you know but i think people are just still going you know possibly you know, especially when they start playing, I guess it depends on the, the movie because the movie determines the person. You know, right. you start playing like something that is going to pander to an older crowd. They're, they're probably not going to go back out in groups anytime soon. You know, right. I'm I think you're, where, you'll probably still get people in the seats for the Marvel movies and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Marvel movies, maybe. those big blockbusters. Disney movies, get, maybe. Yeah, you'll get those people back in there, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to change a lot. Yeah. See who survives, who 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 makes it through. You know, which of those theaters even survive? Yeah, yeah. Well, they just got like, I don't know. I just saw the other day that in that stimu the in the whatever package that the government does that movie uh, movie theater yeah. on there. So I'm not surprised. Not yeah. surprised. What they're gonna? I mean, they'll probably use the money to pay the bills because there's really no employees at this point. So right, um, right, yeah. yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, when we went, for. when we went the second time we went, they had shut down the concessions because they were back into like phase one or whatever it was. Like they had rolled back. The first time we went, they actually had concessions open, but by December they had shut it all down, so they didn't even have people to pay. For, like they weren't even paying employees to do concessions. So it was yeah. like there were people there cleaning. There were like two people. When you walk in, like one person at ticket booth, one person doing like digital check-in and then it was like you just saw a couple people walking around who were like doing cleaning and that was it they probably had like and then whoever's running projection I mean, the yeah, staffs are super thin now was it so, just you guys in there or were other people renting other theaters yeah every theater was rented oh wow so they they've been like um i guess they've been selling out almost every single theater that they rent so they're doing like half of their theaters in Manchester are up for just private rental. Yeah. And uh, every single one was rented out at both times we went. Cause people are just like, fuck it, you know, like a hundred bucks, 150 bucks for a new movie. Yeah. So like, I think people are just like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, you know, <laughs> it's super cheap. It's never going to be that cheap again. Like if, if this all, you know, whenever this all ends and they stop doing it, it's not going to let you get in there for a hundred bucks. They're just not going to do it again. Yeah, but they're no. so they just need money now. Yeah, so desperate that they could make a couple grand or whatever in a day, they'll do it. Yeah, so but yeah, every single theater was booked. I mean, you can see it up on when you walk in because they have like it's like with the tickets and it's like private theater, private theater, and every single one was crossed out. Damn, so it was popular. 
All right, so I, I'm telling, all right, so quick backstory. I broke, uh, I, I think you knew I broke my S9 Plus. I closed it in the back of my Jeep door, uh, the yeah. hatchback part of the Jeep. Yeah. Uh, first phone <laughs> I've ever broken. I mean, shattered completely. The corner of the door went straight to the screen, shattered the phone. So then I got this phone, which is an S8. I just needed, I wanted a replacement phone. I didn't want to spend $2,000 or phones are stupid expensive. Yeah. And I I had to buy one in in September. So so I got this S8. uh, This was, uh, I don't know, a couple of months back. Two days after having this phone, I was getting ready for work. I went to put it in my pocket. I missed (laughs) my pocket. So from pocket to kitchen floor, um, it hit one screen and then flipped. I mean, one corner and then flipped onto another corner, shattered each corner. I'm like two days. I had this phone. So, um, I, I started to have screen problems with it. And then it was like, I was getting mad cause I thought it was sprint. I'm hope I'm, I'm hoping it's not sprint at this point. Text messages aren't coming through. I'm going straight to voicemail for people and then they'll text me or whatever. Mm. So two days ago, I was coming down to the basement. I dropped the phone. It hit the top basement stair, went all the way to the bottom, landed screen first on the concrete floor. <laughs> Luckily, I had already ordered a new phone because I was having problems with it. But yeah. I just got a text from you that said that you're all set. Send you an invite on Zoom. <laughs> that was at 745. It's now 815 and I just got it. <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> it just came through. So I don't, I, I don't know if it's Sprint or this phone, but I'm hoping once I get everything switched over, it fixes. Yeah, I had to buy a new phone. Mine shit the bed, so I finally bought a new one. I just got not, the not brand new, but newer. I think I have S10, 11, something like that. Yeah, I just got the S20, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up there. Mine came out. It was last year. It was like almost a year old. Whatever. I so loved my, I loved my S9 Plus. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one here, the new one, this S20, I don't know. It's got like five cameras on, I don't know, some bullshit. Like, yeah. Mine's like that too, but I don't use any of it. Yeah. And it's like 8k. I'm like, can people even see an 8k? <laughs> like in your eyes, you even distinguish. I don't think you makeup? can. Well, the, the thing is, is they don't for like, so they got like 8k now, but my understanding is they don't yet have the technology to actually produce 8k. So they they just put it into everything in anticipation of it. Yeah. So like nuts. they made all the technology with the ability to, to show it, but it doesn't exist yet. So it's just like you're just paying for something you can't use. Yeah. I mean, I watch stuff sometimes on Netflix or whatever. And it's like, uh, which one do you want? You know, UHD or 4K? I'm like, yeah, I'll go with 4K. I clicked. To, yeah. dude, honestly, with the 4K compared to like a blue, it, I don't see a goddamn difference. You can't notice. You can't. Yeah. Notice. So I would like to see what the difference between so 4 and 8K is. The human eye can only see so much. It's, you know, it's like, I, I've noticed, I haven't noticed a difference either. Cause like I have a 4k TV just cause they all are 4k now. And like, yeah. um, you know, like the Roku would be like, Oh, watch 4k. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I can't tell the difference. The UHD. I can't tell the difference. I don't know. Yeah. You can tell the difference between like standard def and high def. You know, because it's so drastic when you go from like 480 to, to what, 1020 or whatever it is, 1080. Yeah. But um, going, yeah, going at, the, at that point, once you get to 1080, 
And it all depends on what you're watching on too. Cause like if you're watching something on YouTube, YouTube dumbs everything down. So if you're watching it in 4k, it's 1080. If it's, uh, you know, you're watching yeah. it in 1080, sometimes it looks like it's 480. Like yeah, YouTube, YouTube yeah. fucks everything up. But I did watch some movies and uh, one that you recommended that's definitely not 4K. I watched, oh, what was that? Uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few episodes ago, you were talking about it. And you're like, dude, you got to watch this. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'll get to it. Roddy, so I got to Roddy, it. Roddy Piper. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, Roddy, Roddy Piper. And like he's the only dude left and every chick wants to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole movie. The whole movie is. Yes. It, him. He's fertile, so he can impregnate women or whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> such a ridiculous premise, man. And they put want... like a, a belt on him, right? So like, yeah, they put the belt <laughs> on him so that like he can't just masturbate or you know do whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, definitely worth a watch, especially for it being Roddy Roddy Piper. If no one's ever seen it, you can also watch a Joe Bob version of that. If if you're a fan of Joe Bob, you can watch. He did a Hell Comes to Frogtown last year. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, I I watched it like Jesus, God, I was young when I saw it. It was on cable. I saw it on like it was on late night cable, so I saw like an edited version or whatever. And I was I was probably I mean had to be less than ten years old watching this thing in the middle of the night and just being like, what the fuck is? This? <laughs> I, yeah, I just sat down and watched and, it straight through. Never forgot it, and then re rewatched it recently because um, it was on Shutter. And uh, was like, oh yeah, it's pretty much what I remember it. <laughs> I hadn't remembered any of the endings, so that was all new. But like, I remembered the whole premise. Um, you know, Roddy Piper is—he's—he's uh, he's fun to watch. Um, he's not a great actor. <laughs> he's never been. No, a great he's actor. not. He's, not at he, all. He's not even really great in They Live. That's probably where the best I've seen him. But it's pretty much him, like real life him, just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. He doesn't do. He basically doesn't do anything other than like he doesn't try to act. He just tries to play himself. Yeah. But um, it is a fun movie, and there's like the frog stuff is like super cheesy, like the costuming and the effects. But it works. I mean, I think it works. It's like a complete B movie, like Z grade, <laughs> Z grade movie um, exploitation. You know, there's a sequel too. Um. I think it's called like Return to Frogtown. Oh yeah, but uh, so he's not in it. Um, but it was also, I think, rated PG thirteen. Yeah, Return to Frogtown <laughs> uh, came out in nineteen ninety three. So they made about a movie about a fertile guy, but it's PG thirteen. Yeah, if I remember, it was. Let's see, I'm gonna click on it now. And Robert Zadar. Who you would know if you saw him. He's like, I think he was he's like a Bond villain. He's playing the same character, Sam Hell. Um, but yeah, it's PG 13. I just looked it up. So yeah, they, they, I remember seeing it because I rented it when it came out on video because the video store had it. Yeah. In the sequel, the mutant frog leader of Frogtown kidnaps a professor and forces him to make a serum that will turn everyone into frogs. They also kidnap some people to test the serum. And Sam Hell saved them. That's the plot. But yeah, they, they basically took out all the stuff that you would watch it for. Um, Frog Town 2. So yeah, don't watch that one. But uh, I, I, I do think the first one's worth to watch. 
And then I also, this is so weird, man. I watched Predator from 2018. The, oh, oh, the, the, remember I talked about that on the show. Do you remember that? The Predator. Oh, did you? Remember you? when I talked about this? Yeah, go ahead. You know what you I, the, oh my God, my screen. This is what I'm telling you, man, with this phone. My screen is glitching out. I did not rate it and or leave a note on it. So yeah. I am racking my brain trying to run this through my, I must not have liked this. <laughs> Because I have nothing I on it. I didn't. Um, I remember saying, like, my biggest complaint about the movie was there's that little kid in it. Remember? Gonna, hold on. I got to look at a trailer to refresh my brain on this. So there's, one. like, this little kid in it, and he's, I think he's autistic. And somehow, like, at the end of the movie, this kid is working for the military. Do you remember this? Because, like, he can figure out... Um, because he's like smarter than everybody in the military, this little kid. And he can like figure out how to activate the suit or something. Oh, yes, I remember this. And it had like the bad overlay with the color. Yeah. yeah There's okay. a lot of humor in it, too. Like they put a lot of comedy yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, I did not like this. That's why I didn't, I didn't write anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I that just... was very disappointed when i when i watched it because it had uh shane black worked on it and uh you know he wrote the original predator and it's like okay and fred decker worked on it who wrote directed monster squad and night of the creeps i was like oh this might actually be good you know i watched it and i was like oh my god and when it got to that ending with that kid i was just like him in this military base or whatever Somehow he's the only one that can figure out how to activate this predator technology. I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, really? I remember that now. <laughs> this is yeah. where we're going with this. <laughs> and I just remember there were like different predators. I don't know. It was like the whole thing was a complete mess. Just a mess. Really disappointing. Really disappointing. Because like, I don't know. That franchise, it's like, it's almost too easy. So I think they just fuck it up all the time. It's like the first movie, the formula is so simple. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's basically a slasher movie with a bunch of guys in a jungle being killed one by one by a creature. It's super simple. It's, there's nothing complicated at all about it. And then as they went along, like the closest they got, I think, was that Predators, the Robert Rodriguez one. Yeah. Um, Did that, was that the Danny Trejo one? Yeah. 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 And it's like, that's probably the closest they got, I think, to like matching the first one. But then, they ended up going this thing where like Topher Grace is running around as a serial yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, they, they still fucked it up. Like they had everything they needed. Okay. You're going to get a bunch of people who are like tough, you know, badass, whatever, throw them in a jungle planet and have them you know, being hunted by predators. That's the plot. And they still fucked it up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a pretty simple uh, formula for that. It is. And I guess that's um, why they screwed up because they're like, Oh, we can't just do the same thing again. But Friday the 13th has been doing that for like 30 fucking years. And it's worked. <laughs> like, so obviously you can stick with a formula and have it work. But yeah, that um, one was disappointing for sure. You know what I don't like about Letterboxd anymore is that stupid ad they put at the bottom of the page. Mm. So every time you go to hit back, you hit the ad and then it pops up. Yeah. So I'm looking uh, at it in a browser now, which is like the only way to do to go with Letterboxd now is to look at it at your computer. Because um, it pushes weird. the ad the ad will Off jump size, sometimes yeah. when you scroll and then you go to click on a movie yes. and then the ad moves with the screen. It's annoying. The wife made me watch this movie called King of Staten Island. 
Uh, yeah, I, she almost Davidson. she almost she almost had me watch that too. <laughs> My wife. Um, it was on a short list, and then she was like, "Nah, I don't want to watch it." So. Uh, smart woman. This movie is. Uh, my daughter loves it. The wife loves it. Mm. Uh, I don't get. I'm trying to think of his name. Pete Davidson. Yeah, he was I, in Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, he's the unfunny one from Saturday Night Live. Staten Island, yeah, and he was on yeah. he's a Staten Island guy, right? Yeah, so it's kind of like a weird uh, <clears throat> premise of his life, like, but not his life. It's almost like a okay. biopic that's fictional. It's like uh, Eminem and Eight Mile. It's sort of their life. Right. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, honestly, I don't see the appeal with Pete Davidson. This dude is not funny at all. Yeah, and you know, you're not the only person that said that about. I haven't seen the movie. Um, I mean, you're not the only one that has said that. That like the I don't know anything about the guy. I don't watch Saturday Night Live really. I, Except, I only like, see the, the clips online. I don't watch it. That's it. Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't even really know any of this guy's work. But I have heard that that movie is not good. <laughs> like, no, it's not. You know, it's not good. Uh, Bill Bill Burr is in it. Oh yeah, okay. And He's funny though, right? Bill Burr's funny in it, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe the movie can be saved. And then you just have this like Pete Davidson dry humor, I guess you call it, where yeah. it's almost like he tries to act funny, but he's not funny. And then everybody around me is laughing. And I'm like, did I did I miss the, the punchline? Did I miss the joke? Because I have no idea what, what was supposed to be funny. It's literally a sad little boy walking around the whole time moping and bitching that his mom's got a boyfriend. Oh. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's the whole movie. So um, what did what did your 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 uh, daughter and old lady? Why do they like it so much? What is it about? Do they like they just like him? I think they just like him. Because yeah, okay. they rented it like twice after that. Like wow. I rented it again to watch. And then my daughter rented it with her friends. And I put it, my foot down. I said, you give Pete Davidson one more dollar of mine. Cause I'm the one paying for it. Y'all are leaving. Yeah. Like, you got to go. We ended up watching in this place. Like, I don't remember the even remember the name of the movie. That we watched, But it was an Idris Elba movie. And um, it was like a pretty generic like FBI agent CIA movie. And I was like, this, that was probably still better than what. Oh, there's probably anything is better than that. (laughs) It's just, it's weird because it's like, I find it weird when people make movies about their life, but then have to fabricate the entire thing. So what's the point? Aren't actually that interesting. Exactly. So why make a movie? Why don't you just write a whole new movie instead of saying, Oh, this is partially about my life, but I'm not interesting enough to have my entire life in it, so I'm just going to fabricate it. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then lastly, I watched a movie. Did you watch The Beach House? No, like but it was on. It was I almost did a bunch of times, and then I kept passing it up. Um, yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, kind of. Uh, I won't give. I won't give it away, but it's kind of like a. Not a who done it, but like a oh, what is it type thing. Right. And um, I it's, it's kind of a weird story because of the way they play it out. So like these this couple is going to this beach house. Uh, it's a family beach house uh, to spend a weekend. When another couple just shows up and was like, "Oh, your parents didn't tell me you were going to be here," and then they just agree to let these people stay there, and they haven't seen him since he was a kid. They know who they each other are. They're like he knows. That's family, friends, and stuff like that. 
And then they just kind of play it around, um, kind of make you think one thing and it's really another thing. It's kind of like that type of movie, like a who done it, what done it type thing. Definitely worth a watch. So I won't I won't go uh-huh. too much into detail about that because I don't want to spoil it. So but that is pretty much all I've watched. All right. Um I've watched a shit ton. Yeah, I did too, but uh, oh, just... I'm not gonna go through everything, but like in this year I've watched I've logged five hundred and twenty movies. Yeah, I just saw that when I was on Letterboxd. <laughs> I I'm just I'm gonna save some for the I'm gonna yes, but I'm gonna go th- one thing I do wanna mention real quick. Um this, we haven't recorded in like almost a year or since. So yeah, hold on one back second. in a, yeah, good. All right, so we haven't recorded in so long, and yeah, yeah. So back in October, um, I uh, I attended an online horror film festival. It's called Night Stream, and it was like five of the bigger sort of festivals all came together, and for like a hundred bucks, I think it was one hundred and twenty bucks, I was able to watch ten movies. And uh, I want to talk about it because uh, Shutter picked up at least one of them. Actually, they picked up two because anything for Jackson, they just picked up that came from that festival. But um, they picked up this movie that I want to I want to give you a heads up about because I think they're going to put it out in May, and it's called A Boys from County Hell, <laughs> and it's about uh, these these set of working class Irish guys, and uh, they spend all their days just getting drunk, and uh, they're like working construction. And they accidentally unearth an ancient vampire that's like buried under a pile of rocks out in the field. And uh, the vampire itself is the inspiration for the original Nosferatu Dracula. So like there's this whole background that like Bram Stoker visited that town and went out there and like got inspiration from this vampire. Um, so it's a horror comedy. But when you I just want to give a heads up that. Um, Wait, so in the movie Bram Stoker. So they talk about it. So he's oh, not okay. in the movie, but they. Yeah. So what they do is these guys like to fuck with tourists. So like tourists will come to their town just to see like the pile of rocks or whatever, but none of them actually believe there's a vampire under there. Um, but they're like, they'll bring them out there. And then like one of the guys will like dress up as a vampire and like jump out from behind the rocks, to scare the yeah. tourists when they're really just half in the bag constantly. And, you know, but um, they accidentally bring the vampire back. So it ends up being that like the story that Bram Stoker wrote was actually based on fact. And that this vampire was real, but it's, I don't want to give away too much, but it's not like a traditional vampire. So, cause obviously like it's been done. So they tried to take a different route with it, but um, like the way it, it turns people into vampires, like, you know, every whatever, but you can't just like stake them through the heart tip normally to kill them. Um, the way they draw blood isn't the same as what you've seen before. Uh, but highly recommend it and that's coming to shutter sometime this year um and then one other one i saw from that festival was called bloody hell and this one was also really good so it's about this guy who uh (laughs) he stops a bank robbery and then uh he he does something i don't want to give away what it is but he he does he fucks up and he ends up in prison and uh so he gets let out and he decides he's just going to take off because he became like a social media star because the entire thing was caught on video cameras and then uploaded to like YouTube. So he's like this major star and everyone wants to talk to him. So he decides to just throw a dart and he flies out the middle of nowhere. And he ends up landing in this tent in this uh, like place in Norway and this family spots him and they abduct him and uh, they want to feed him to their giant deformed son who like lives, <laughs> lives, who like, who lives in their house and the wears giant diaper. 
and uh, that's like all I want to give away because it's again, it's a comedy, um, so it's played for laughs. But like, if you see this, I don't know who's going to release it. Someone's going to release it because uh, it's that good. But I was called bloody hell, and it's like it's on the movie is actually kind of unbelievable because it just goes in all these directions you don't expect. There's a lot of fake outs in it. The lead actor is really good, really funny. So this is and all stuff that's not out yet. Yeah. Right, but it's coming. So I know Boys from County Hell was picked up by Shutter, and Bloody Hell. I mean, I would, that's something they would pick up too, but I haven't seen anything about it yet. Um, I also watched a zombie puppet movie called Franken Zed, which uh, is is out there but worth a watch if you're able to track it down. But as far as <laughs> as stuff I watched like within the last, I don't know, a couple weeks, I watched um, Shazam, which I hadn't actually seen. Oh yeah. All right, so it'd been on my watch list for like a really long time. And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to catch up on some of the DC stuff because obviously Wonder Woman's out. And I actually haven't seen really anything outside of the Wonder Woman movie. Um, like, I haven't even seen Justice League, Batman v Superman. I haven't seen any of it. Just because, like, the reactions were so poor <laughs> that it was like, am I going to spend three and a half hours watching these movies that – Everyone says suck, you know, but Shazam, I knew, had gotten decent reviews. Yeah. It was only like two hours. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I like loved it. it. I thought it was great. Yeah. It's got to be one of the better DC. It, it'll yeah, probably be I the w- best DC movie, honestly, other than like, I would, I would let's think say so. the Batman trilogy. Like the original, you're talking about like the the older Batman movies, right? Oh, well, if you go like, you know, like Michael Keaton's Batman, but I. Right. You know, my favorite Batman and all the Batmans after that sucked. Um, but I'm talking about like the more recent ones. Um, yeah. You know, Batman, Batman Returns, all that. Excluding yeah. those for like modern, you know, time now, Shazam is especially in the, mo- the in like, especially in the new universe that they launched. You know, yeah. Because um, the Batman the, movie the sucked. Batfleck the Superman movie sucked. Right. Um, yeah. What other garbage? I, I did see the Superman movie, and I don't even remember it. Like it was so bad, I barely could. I barely yeah. could focus on it. Suicide Squad. I liked it. Oh yeah, it was that one's garbage. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was better. So, and I haven't seen Birds of Prey. I heard that was good. Birds of Prey. I actually. Oh yeah, I f- totally forgot about Birds of Prey. Really good. That's watch on my that list one. to watch in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, the thing with Birds of Prey were that people were like, "Oh, well, Harley Quinn this," and it's like, "Listen, you're basically getting two movies in one." You're kind of getting a Harley Quinn origin story and then you're getting the birds of prey story. Like, or you're getting kind of two, two stories in one, you're getting an origin story and you're getting a Harley Quinn story. Just that's, that's what it is. It was good. So yeah, it seems like the sort of off properties, like the, for DC tends to be the better stuff. Um, So I was, I I figured the same was good and it was good. Yeah, it was good. It's, uh, it was well-made. It was funny. You know, like the humor lands pretty well. Yeah. Um. The, the the kids are really like the two main kids are really good. So there's like that kid that was in it. He's in it. Um, the kid who played Eddie in it, and then like the young Shazam, he's good. But then Zachary Levi is so good as Shazam. Yeah, and the you thing know? I like about that is it's not one of those, you know, um, kids running from somebody. He jumps into a spaceship and he just knows how to use it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. They do the whole, and just knows yeah. how to do it. Like and, in that they, right. he's like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and like, that whole scene, where that whole montage where they're figuring out his powers is, is actually like 
really funny because yeah like the one kid is like oh we're gonna test this and then he lights him on fire and doesn't tell him he's gonna light him on fire yeah or like when they're in the gas station and he's like yeah shoot him in the face <laughs> like, yeah. i have no idea like yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah shoot me in the and face. i love when he finds out he's bulletproof he's like oh, you're bulletproof <laughs> <laughs> it's really good yeah that's they're making the second one i looked it up because after i saw it i was like this thing has to be getting a sequel right and um it's just been delayed like everything yeah, but I guess they are making. I haven't it watched too. it since it came out. I've only watched it once, and I really they had the, it. the the stinger, like sort of mid credit scene of the doctor there in his cell, and that space worm comes down to talk to him. Yeah. Um, so I guess the sequel is going to focus on the space worm and the seven seven realms or something. I don't know enough about the the lore of the DC universe, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where they're gonna go with that. I'm not. I didn't really read a lot of Shazam comics. I still have it now. Um, you know, I just kind of know who he is, and he pops in and out of stuff. So, like, if they're going based off whatever Shazam story there is, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't know. Yeah, and I think it worked. Like, um, so they know they they play off of that whole like we're not as good as Batman and Superman thing. Like, they know it. Yeah, they're not the they're not the ten pole movie and. It's the same kind of thing Guardians did, and that's why Guardians work so well because they're like well, they know they're not the Avengers, they know they're not the tentpole movie, so they just kind of went for it, and it worked because they were able to do what they wanted to do. You know, it's almost like you could see the studio not putting as much pressure on Shazam as they would have on Justice League or Superman, be Batman, because those are like their big movies and they're worried about it. But Shazam, they're like, we'll throw it out in January, and uh, you know, maybe it'll maybe it'll make some money and then it ends up being the best movie because they just kind of did what they wanted to do and they made the movie they needed to make. Um, so then the other one, I did watch Wonder Woman 84. Um, so this How is going to be, is it? this is complicated. Um, I was a fan. I was actually, I liked the first one quite a bit. I saw it a couple times. Yeah. So did I, um, you know, I, it's one of the better DC movies. Again, it's, it's, you know, one of the characters that, maybe hadn't gotten as much attention as the big ones, Superman and Batman. So I don't think the expectations were high for Wonder Woman when it came out. So I think it surprised a lot of people that it was as good as it was. So there was a lot of pressure on this movie to be really good. And I think, I think that um, the expectations were super high. So it was almost destined to not be as good as everyone wanted it to be. So like the things that I, I'll talk about the issues I had with it first um so tonally the movie's really weird so it's like the first maybe first act like the first quarter or half of the movie is played it's it's almost played as like a b movie um so it's almost like something you would have seen in like superman or superman 2 it's like that kind of quality of of movie making where um it's played much more for less there's a lot of humor in, and it's it's like cheesy humor you know it's it's almost like um, it, it's dumbed down in a way. Like, like the humor is almost dumbed down. So you're like, okay, you know, this is what they're going to do. They're trying to, to make like an old style DC movie, something you would have seen way back in the day before Batman sort of changed the way DC made movies um, or really changed the way superhero movies were made. But uh, then it shifts. Um, so, then it becomes super serious. So it goes from like uh, this sort of almost B movie level superhero movie to like super serious DC movie, you know, like 
what you normally see, like more brooding. Um, uh, I don't, it, so like that stuff was really jarring. The first I've only watched it once. I may watch it again. I haven't decided yet. Um, so like that was jarring. So like it's almost like they didn't know what kind of movie they wanted to make. Uh, so like when it shifts, it really shifts, and it feels really weird when it happens. Um, as far as the villains go. I kind of split on that too. Um, I actually really liked um, Max Lord. So Pedro Pascal plays Max Lord. Mm-hmm. He's really the primary villain. And then there's Cheetah, who's Kristen Wiig. That's what I heard um, a lot about. Who, yeah. who, plays, who plays her? Kristen Wiig from Saturday Night Live. Um, All right. That makes it. So I, I usually try to stay away from reviews because. Yeah. I usually try to have my own opinion on it, but this one here, right. I, I, I physically couldn't stay away from. Yeah. It was impossible. And, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and the one thing everybody was bitching about was Cheetah. They hated the actress. They hated yeah. Cheetah. They hated everything about it, and I didn't really want to spoil it, so I never really looked up who it was, but that makes sense in who they're talking about now. Yeah, so but here's the thing. It's like it, the character is played. It's really weird, actually. Um, I don't know anything about these, like the, the Wonder Woman mythology, right? I don't, I don't know what's canon. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about Wonder Woman. Um, but she's like, she basically is Catwoman. So, so like if you watch Batman Returns and watch the way Catwoman comes to be, this character is almost exactly the same. So in terms of like who she is. So she's like this awkward um awkward woman that works in the in an office basically and no one respects her and everyone kind of dismisses her um you know no one looks at her, no one pays any attention to her and then she becomes cheetah right basically before she becomes cheetah there's like a progression to becoming cheetah mm-hmm. but um then everyone starts paying attention to her similar to Catwoman, right and then she's she's got like uh she's confident and she's dangerous and like it's like that is if you want, I watched Batman Returns again recently, and that is exactly how that storyline goes. So that was one thing that was really strange about it was you were almost watching a low rent cat woman storyline. Yeah, um, because I, believe, I think. Um, God, it's been so long because I don't really. It's not anything. So I don't know if they do this in the movie. I don't know if this would be a spoiler or anything. Like Cheetah is a, just a normal person who eats like a poison plant. So that doesn't and then, happen in this. And then she can actually morph from human to cheetah, from, from human to cat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to spoil too much about how everything happens, but I'm going to talk about the plot a bit. That's not what happens at all. Uh, so the other villain, though, is this guy, Max Lord, played by Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, the same actor. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, in my opinion, he basically steals the entire movie. Like, watching his performance, he is so like in this character like he he is that guy like it's it's kind of incredible to watch it and he plays play it over the top you know like he plays it as like a a comic book villain like very over the top um but i just found him to be like just to watch him was it was like watching you can't believe it's the same guy you know what i mean like when you watch Kristen Wiig, it's Kristen Wiig. Like she's she doesn't have a ton of range, right? Neither does does um, Gal Gadot. Doesn't have a ton of range. Um, I yeah. think she's a great. I think she's a great Wonder Woman, right? Because she she fits the bill perfectly. But she doesn't have a ton of range. And Chris Pine, who plays the love interest, doesn't have a ton of range. But Pedro oh, Pascal, 
he comes back. I'm not going to even get into how that happens because none of it makes any. <laughs> I gotta watch this. I gotta none of it makes it. any sense. Yeah. Like the more you think about it, like, it doesn't make. So it's not actually him, but it is him. It's it's difficult. Um, but <laughs> so so he's he to me was sort of a was a bright spot in the movie. Um, now the plot, uh, yeah, the plot is really tricky because I'm okay. Overall, I'm fine with it. It's like I'm watching a movie um, that features a fucking lasso of truth and an invisible jet, right? Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. There's a point where you got to be like, how much am I going to nitpick the the you know the plot? But it's it's basically like it's a genie story. So Max Lord gets the ability to grant wishes, and in granting wishes, he has the ability to then take something from you in return. So he uses that to just, you know, build up to basically gain power. So like he could say to you, what's your wish? And you could say, I want a million dollars. You say, okay, great. I'm taking your, your health, you know, and he would then become stronger, healthier, smarter. Um, so he has the ability to give, but then he always takes something in return. So that's how he becomes super powerful. But there are issues with the way that that plot <laughs> is, uh, is put into place because I don't want to spoil it, but at the end it just gets to a spot where you're like, come on. Um, and then there's also a point where you're like, okay, they set this thing up where like, okay, you have to kill this guy in order to end it. It's the only way to end it is to destroy him. And they, they don't take that route. I'm not going to say what they do, but you know, that was a bit of an issue for me is it didn't play out the way they set it up. And then one other issue with the movie that I found really strange and um is that they wouldn't let anyone get hurt. So I don't know if you've read about this at all. But, uh, but so there's a scene where her and Cheetah, where Wonder Woman and Cheetah are fighting in the White House. And uh, there's all these Secret Service agents, right? And Cheetah is like throwing these Secret Service all over the place because she has the power of Wonder Woman, basically. And Wonder Woman, rather than t- try to continue to take out Cheetah, just keep saving all the service people so like at one point she, cheetah throws a guy across the across the room and wonder woman throws a chair so he lands in a chair like he just sits down in it yeah like he kind of like slides across the floor and lands in the chair so that he doesn't get hurt and like there's a whole scene of that happening of cheetah trying to hurt people and a wonder woman not, not allowing him to get hurt and it's not like saving people like she did in the first movie like you know with bullets and stuff you know what i mean like that stuff's all okay but when someone gets thrown across a room, like there's no reason to show Wonder Woman putting a pillow under them, <laughs> so that they don't get hurt when they hit the floor. Yeah, they don't even have to show what happened. They can just cut back to a fight scene. So that exactly, like we know Wonder Woman is a good a good person, right? Like we don't need to see those scenes, so that we're like, oh yeah, she's a really good person. Like she doesn't let anyone get hurt. But like her, of course, she's always out to do what's best, right? Like sometimes people get hurt but she's her like every other hero in these movies is going to do everything they can to help everybody right that's what they do so to, to constantly give us those visuals of her doing that um that was weird you know it's like there's little things like that that are just very weird um overall i think the hate for it is way way too much because like I've seen fucking fifty worse movies in the last two months than this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh but, man, like you can't you can't get away from it. Uh, I was because yeah. I was actually thinking I was like, there's no way it's that. Like how bad could it? I it's not it. that bad, but it's 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 not it's not a movie you're gonna watch. Be like, oh my god, I gotta watch that again. You're never gonna probably watch it again. And was, there are gonna be on Discord, and it had to be 400 pages long. Like I mean, it's everywhere. 400 pages yeah. is an exaggeration of people arguing. Yeah, about this movie, not arguing, just literally tearing it apart. And I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Like, I'm, I'm in a, like, I on Facebook, right? I'm a member of this Joe Bob Briggs fan group, and this is all they've been talking about. And I'm like, why are they talking about this in a Joe Bob Briggs fan group? <laughs> They're talking about Wonder oh, Woman yeah. eighty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, and then I'm thinking to myself, hell, if this movie came out in '84 and looked like this, people would be love. There'd be a limited edition Blu-ray right now. Oh yeah, because, because everyone would love how fucking strange and and poorly made it is at points you know like everyone would be praising it um as like a b movie because it's 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 like right at b movie territory it's that fucking strange Uh, so weird that they would but you're not gonna like it um but you're not i don't think you're gonna hate it at the level that a lot of other people i think you're just gonna be like what the fuck was that yeah we almost uh i was trying to get a couple of guys together the problem was it was christmas night no. And um, we always get together on Christmas Day. So, like, me and, you know, a bunch of my friends get together every year. So it was kind of hard to get them out, but we could have went and rented it for 100 bucks. And now I'm thinking, like, eh, right. should I just pay the 20 for it. You know, <laughs> right. I, I, yeah. I'm going to pay the I 20. Wouldn't, for it I wouldn't suggest paying theater price. Yeah. But if so. you could rent it and watch it in your house or whatever, I mean, it's worth it it's worth the rental you know it was worth my hbo max monthly fee of 15 dollars. but i think it, i think if i saw it in a theater i'd be disappointed um yeah uh, you know i'll definitely I mean? get around to it but it's you're gonna i think you're gonna you're maybe i could be way off but i, I just think you're gonna be like what the fuck was that like that was stupid yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but you expect it from dc at this point like we don't expect good movies <laughs> that's well that's the thing is you it's dc now, yes. I don't know if it's DC or if, I, if it's the studio, Warner Brothers. I don't know who the fuck it is. But at some yeah. point, something's got to give. When you see Marvel literally crushing movie after movie after movie, <laughs> and you're just throwing trash yeah. out there. just Even that- Marvel's worst movies are better than, you know, like. And it's not even like they have to put these out just to keep, you know, the intellectual property. They're, yeah. They own the rights to these. It's not like it's, oh, crap, we have to do this by next week or we're going to lose Superman. They have time Warner Brothers to like has owned it for Warner Brothers has owned it since the seventies at least, right? I mean, yeah, it's not like the whole Fantastic <laughs> Four thing where like they were going to lose the rights or whatever, and they had right. to put some. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, yeah, for sure, because they they fucked it up every time. Because you know, it, it's not. It like was always that. a rights. It was always a rights thing with Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's yeah. So you got time. Take your time and just make a good film. Yeah, I mean, they already announced Wonder Woman three, so it's it's happening. I mean. You had to expect it was going to happen, but I don't. I think all the backlash will probably result in some changes um, the next time around. I think hopefully they'll sort of bring the tone together better. And that's uh, because they know there. It doesn't matter what they put out there; it's it's going to make money. Yeah, I mean, they already said it's a success. I don't know what that means because they don't have box office numbers. <laughs> you know? They, yeah, they come out. They don't, they don't even know what it means. They don't, yeah. They just, they probably like the streaming numbers. They're probably like, okay, this many people streamed it. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure it blew up. I would like to actually uh, eventually look that up. I bet you it blew Clearly up. Clearly, everybody watched it, right? Because, like you said, 
Well, it's yeah. all you see. That's everywhere. all that's all I'm hearing about. So millions of people must watch this movie. So anyway, that's all I got. Um yeah, that's all I got. I don't know if you wanna go into news. Yeah, I got a couple of things here. Pull them up here. So speaking of DC, we'll start with uh, Zack Snyder. All right. Um, so Zack Snyder is definitely putting together the um, uh, the Justice League uh, Snyder Cup. Right. Um, so let me read this to you and see how you take it. And I've seen a lot about this, and I actually have not heard this particular thing. Um. Now, basically says that Zack Snyder was recently interviewed by a YouTube channel. And during the conversation, a filmmakers hinted at plans for his reshot slash re-edited version of Justice League to be promoted in the early months of 2021. Similar to the mentality that is used for theatrical releases and future franchises, the developments will allow Wonder Woman 1984 to have plenty of time to be in the spotlight and the focal point before this is released. What does reshot slash re like? I'm sure he's not getting all these actors back together to reshoot <laughs> scenes. I'm sure he's only got yeah. what he's shot before yes. the other guy took over and edit everything together. So I'm kind of right. curious on what reshot re-edited means. I um, I think so. I haven't seen Justice League. I said that earlier. From what I've heard about Justice League. I and I pulled up Zack Snyder's filmography here because I think it's worth talking about <clears throat> the fact that Zack Snyder's track record lately is pretty bad in terms of director directorial stuff. Um, <clears throat> I don't know of any amount of editing whatever is going to make the Justice League a good movie. This is from the man that directed Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Then he directed Batman v Superman, and then he directed Justice League. Now, I've only seen one of those movies, and it was garbage. <laughs> I've heard the other two are also garbage. Yes, so pretty much this all garbage. This guy, I mean, he directed Watchmen, good movie. 300, good movie. So, like, he had stuff early on. Dawn of the Dead was his breakout. Um, but he's gone down. Like, Watchmen might have been his peak. And then I think he has slid. And he might buy into his own greatness, because he has a real strong fanboy following people that believe he is the greatest thing to ever happen and there are people that believe that his justice league cut is going to be incredible it's hard to believe right i mean it's how how much how what amount of re-editing can you possibly do yeah not only that here's the weird part so it's gonna say it was let me get your take on this because i have never heard of anybody ever doing this for anything i have seen movies re-edited redone you know by a different like they did it with superman you know from back in the day where they did the donner cut or whatever superman 2 whoever was yep so this here says as things stand um zach snyder's justice league will be dropping it is confirmed it will be coming out it's been confirmed that it won't actually be a movie release Instead, it's going to be split into multiple 60-minute chunks only available on HBO Max. Hang on, my daughter is coming in. You want to say hi to Mike? Who's that? DDR truck? 
Hey. Hey. Oh, <laughs> she, she can't hear you. She so. can't hear me, can't you? <laughs> they're going to bed, so they're coming saying night. You see mine? <laughs> He's frozen now. You're frozen there now. You I can't even hear you anymore. Oh, uh, I'm frozen? Yeah. Can you um, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Right. <laughs> you going to bed, girls? Yeah. All right. Good night. See you in the morning. Shut the door, love, okay? Love you. All right, anyway, so the HBO Max thing. So he's going to cut this into It, it sounds like it's going to be multiple six, so I would guess episodic, three. An episodic thing. Yeah. So here's the thing. The original movie, I mean, what was it, three and a half hours long probably? I'm just guessing, just based Ooh. on what I know about Zach. Justice League. Two yeah, hours. It, 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 two well, hours, it little, apparently. It was a little over two hours, I think. Why did I think it would be longer than that? Um, two hours, so he's got to have a lot more footage, right? He's got to have because if it's it, multiple, 16, 6 is 120. See how even a limited math. series, and even a limited series, you got to get six episodes, right? Or yeah. four or six episodes. So if you're Maybe. talking three, so you got <laughs> 120 minutes for the first two, right? So that's about right. a normal full length movie. Then if you're talking another 60 minutes or another 60 minutes after that, not, what, what are you talking, four or five hours here for a Justice League movie that's probably not going to be as good as the original <laughs> and the original wasn't good? Yeah, and it's like... Yeah, he... <sighs> not only that, I mean, people maybe have been you're asking right, maybe, for this. Ma- nobody's asking. No, there are people asking for this. There, are, there are people asking. When I've I seen, saw... I've seen it. people go, we want the Snyder Cut, and I'm like, no, you don't. I <laughs> saw news where people were like, oh... I haven't even seen it yet, but I'm, I refused to watch it because Zack Snyder said the studio was responsible for the failure. So they're yeah. like, we're just going to wait for HBO Max now. We're never going to watch it until then. <clears throat> and it's like, like I'm reading right here on IMDb, like the first review is Justice League is plagued with post-production issues. So even like the first review is blaming it on everybody but Zack Snyder. Yeah. But it's, it's his movie right and so he would have had to have shot like you said either extra stuff which doesn't make sense he didn't get fucking ben affleck and henry cavill and gal gadot all together and jason momoa right he didn't get them all together over the fucking summer to shoot new scenes for justice league oh wait so a he's minute either saying hold up <clears throat> It says, uh, I should have kept reading, my man. Uh, multiple 60-minute chunks made available only to stream on HBO Max. But the full rollout plan has not been made official yet because reshoots are costing $70 million. Now. For one-hour installments. I just saw that, by the, the way. The biggest. So blah, it blah, 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 blah. So it says that they are doing reshoots. But is that for $70 million, I'm guessing you're not getting the actors for <laughs> $70 million. Probably not. Um, I, I wonder if a lot of that is like going to be CGI. <laughs> CGI second unit, I don't know. But I'm reading here four hours, so four one-hour episodes in March. This movie yeah, it doesn't has say if they're coming back to redo reshoots. How long is it? Who knows? Four hours. It's going to be four one-hour oh, episodes. All right. Yeah, that would make sense if it's saying multiple 60 minutes. Who knows, right? Maybe, maybe there's some magic in there that's missing. Um, I guess anything's possible, right? Maybe Zack Snyder is the genius everyone thinks he is, and he has the greatest superhero movie ever made. Sitting, uh, we're about sitting to on a We're shitting all over it, and this will be the one that puts DC <laughs> over the top. It'll be fucking incredible. 
Yeah. We'll have to come back on here and be like, yeah, it was really fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. But you're right. He's not getting Ben Affleck right now to shoot anything. or He's not getting any of these people. So you're right. It's got to be. That money's got to be going into like CGI. And it's got to be. Yeah it's, yeah, it's probably all CGI. Especially if he did shoot four hours of footage and it hasn't been through proper post. That means they have to go through and do all the post-production on that footage. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? Make sure it all matches, looks good, all the audio, all that stuff that they probably didn't do. Well, there's no way he's reshooting an entire movie. It's just going to yeah. be just clips that are going to be wouldn't spliced let together. No, hell no. No way. Um, I mean, he's even like, the, here's the thing, right? Is everyone's like, <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 is shit. Wonder Woman 84 is shit. Like, didn't he work as a producer on Wonder Woman 84? <laughs> he did. He's a fucking producer on it. So like, It's going to be fun. like how like the Power Rangers are shot, where the only shit that's shot here in America are like the teenagers at school and stuff. And then all of the fighting <laughs> stuff and all that shit is stolen from, you know, the <laughs> right. show from Japan. That'd be so and funny. it's edited into the American version. That's probably all but it's going to be. I'm just curious here. So like, okay, Justice League, right? All these people online saying the reason Justice League sucks it's because the producers fucked it up, right? Does, is that why Wonder Woman 84 sucks? Because he's the fucking producer on this movie that everyone hates right now. <laughs> yeah. So is it, you know, like, I don't know, man. Maybe there's a, a common denominator here. Because um, Aquaman, Aquaman, he was an executive producer, which means he basically provided cash. And that movie did fucking really good. But in Wonder Woman 84, he's actual producer on it. which yeah, means I did not... Aquaman was not good. I didn't see it, yeah, but I know oh. it made a billion dollars. I know it made a ton of money. Anyway, I guess we'll have to see how that plays out, right? Yeah, I mean, eventually we're going to get the uh, Wonder Woman 84 Snyder cut. He's going to be like, yeah, we have like like 17 hours of unused footage. And we also have, we have 12 hours from the first movie and 17 hours from the second movie. We're going to edit it all together into a 12 episode series. Or like they said that they had, you know, almost enough footage from the Joker uh, from the just from just from the um, um, Suicide Squad movie to make almost a full length movie and they didn't use it. So eventually you'll see all that hobbled together and, you know, used somehow. Throwing up on HBO Max, to get more people yeah. to pay money. <laughs> yeah, they would too. They would do it. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else? Yeah, actually, speaking of HBO Max, I just thought um, it's worth mentioning because obviously Wonder Woman 84 um, was released direct to streaming. With It's in a 30-day window. It's going to play on HBO Max and theaters at the same time. And this all obviously brought on by uh, COVID-19 and the theatrical model for, you know, not really holding up right now. And uh, they actually announced that they're going to release their entire slate. So Warner Brothers is like, fuck it. We're going to release everything to HBO Max. You know, comes out the same day. You have 30 days to watch it. Yeah. Um, and like, these are the movies that they're releasing. Uh, so Mortal Kombat, January 15th. I can't, I can't believe they're making another <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Who's That's the thing. Right, right? So like, you can keep going. I'm somebody, messaged, somebody messaged me and was like, yeah. So I messaged him about it. I was like, you see this? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, it's like all our shit from our childhood is like coming back in this year. So I'm looking at it now and it's like, I don't know anybody in this movie. Nobody in this movie. Um, there's there's no plot listed. <laughs> I know nothing about this movie. 
it almost makes you wonder if this was going to be uh, like a direct streaming anyway, and now they're just trying to get it some recognition. So we got Mortal Kombat. Uh, we've got this movie called The Little Things. I don't know what that is. You've got the Tom and Jerry movie, which have you seen the trailer for the Tom and Jerry movie? Oh, uh, no, but I'm actually looking up to, to throw back to. Um, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Mortal, oh, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Uh, let's see. So I do know the guy that is playing um, Hanzo. He oh. is actually from. Um, he was in the Wolverine movie. He was in a. He was in the uh, Avengers movie. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He was in a f- bunch of stuff. He was in Spy. I uh, saw that. Hmm. Last Ship. Saw that. Um, he was in Forty Seven Ronin. So he's been in. Um, yeah. Oh, is. Andy was in Lost, bro. The TV show. What the <laughs> hell was he in Lost? I don't know. I didn't to, watch Lost. So. Um, and also, the guy that's playing Raiden, he looks really familiar. Why does he look familiar? Oh, he was in Thor. The director's got nothing, so that's what's interesting about it. Is uh, and then a bunch of Chinese stuff. Oh, he was also in Thor Ragnarok. That movie's so good. It's so good. Let's see. Uh, Liu Kang. Was Liu Kang always Asian? No, was he? Yeah, was. Yeah, right. He was right. Oh no, I'm thinking about the dude with the sunglasses. Oh, you're thinking geez. about um you yeah, you're thinking about yeah, not yeah. Luke Kang was definitely always Oh, I know, I know who that, he's the uh he's the kid in Power Rangers. Oh, this dude's also an Aquaman. That's funny. So these well, so people, a lot of these people clearly have Warner Brothers contracts because if you look at yep. they're in like Warner Brothers movies. So they probably have multiple multi-picture deals. Yeah, I mean, uh, 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 almost everybody in here has been in something huge. This guy, I don't know. But the director he, hasn't done anything. Like, he was in the a Supergirl CW TV show. I didn't really watch that, but mm. um, but yeah, no, you're right. It's kind of Warner Brothers shit there. Um, who's Kano? Uh, I don't know. He was an Anchorman too. I didn't see that. But I got HBO Max, so I'm going to watch it. Why not? Yeah, I will too. Why not? What else um, do I got coming out? So we got Tom and Jerry movie. So they made a Tom and Jerry movie. Um, it looks awful. I saw the trailer for it. it. Looks really, really bad. It's like Tom and Jerry moving. So it's it's one of those movies where it's like humans, and then just the cat, just Tom and Jerry are cartoons. You know what I mean? Oh, so kind of like, like um, they did it with like the Garfield. They did it with Garfield. It's very much like yeah, that's a perfect comparison. Tom and Jerry like move into a hotel and they hire the cat to try to kill the mouse in the hotel. It stars Chloe Grace Moretz, um, who has had like a really weird career since Kick Ass. Because, <laughs> like, you know, she played um, Hit Girl in Kick Ass and she's so good in that movie. And um, I don't know, man. It's almost like too much fame too early. And now she just does a lot of weird stuff. Um, They've also got Godzilla versus Kong coming direct to streaming HBO Max. That's a big movie to put direct to HBO Max. Yeah, that's the the it, new one is coming out. The new one, yeah. So I hadn't, I still haven't seen the second Godzilla movie they put out. I did see the Kong movies, um, but uh, so you, I'm gonna have to catch up. King, with you didn't see King. Uh, the second one was King, King of, of the Monsters. Monsters. Yeah, it's very. Remember, like when we first started the pod, um, I had everybody watch the original one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very like similar. Sad, right? Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Um, I actually really like this. Is the same complaint <laughs> everybody's got. Oh, uh, King Kong, King Kong, Godzilla is not in it. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's right. like apparently nobody has watched a Godzilla movie before. They haven't. Yeah. Um, they definitely haven't. Yeah. I, I kind of liked both of them. The, the newer um, Toho one, I actually liked better than both of those. Mm. Um, there's the one, because remember they came out, like we came out with ours and then they came out with theirs and yeah. they made, they were like, oh, see America likes McDonald's because you got all, you got fat, fat Godzilla or whatever. <laughs> right. so, and then they came out with King right. of All Monsters. I really like that. Now, hopefully this version of Godzilla vs. King Kong isn't like the original. Do you remember? Did you ever see the original? No, I avoided it. Godzilla could jump up in the air and like <laughs> do multiple kicks to the chest and then do somersaults and flips and shit. Oh yeah, it was wild, bro. He could like fly through the sky and then like like do a somersault and like karate chop you and shit. Oh, it was wild. And then, I haven't like, seen that one. I've wa- I watched. They a were bunch both of the same size. Movies. Like Godzilla is not the same size as King Kong. God- Godzilla and King Kong change size all the time. <laughs> yeah. well, it's depending really on which one yeah. you watch but that's really yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out though because uh because like godzilla it walks through cities and literally crushes buildings yeah. right uh, and yeah. and then in the that's newer true. ones that's he was true, probably yeah. a little taller than most buildings like he wasn't yeah. you know feet down on top of you well, know skyscrapers they also but... made kong much bigger in the new kong movie too i think like knowing that he was gonna have to pair up with godzilla because the original King Kong is like he's big, but he's not as big as Godzilla is, you know. Oh no! What? Yeah, yeah. He's just like <laughs> a giant ape, but he's not. Right. You know, he can climb the Empire State Building and you know still have room to move around. Where Godzilla would just crush it with his hand. He died from a fall from it, you know. Like he's yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Godzilla can like reach halfway up and just anyway. So I'm hoping um, that, they, that I've been looking forward to because um, just seeing that shitty version of it when i was a kid i mean i've watched right. it since but um it was always something that was like godzilla versus king kong it would be you know it's like in school when you're just kind of bullshit with your friends at lunch and you're like who would win in a fight godzilla or king kong and then you go back and forth on who's better and i'm like nah bro i saw the movie like godzilla <laughs> just drop kicks them and knocks them down like, <laughs> you know like so i'm hoping it's it'd be that funny way. if they did if they uh did some kind of callback to that but yeah that would be funny um, after that, we got the new Conjuring movie. The Conjuring, the double made me do it. Why are these going to stop? I know, they aren't because they make so much money. And I watched recently, I watched the Annabelle movies that were that I hadn't seen. And the second one's okay. The third one is complete shit. Just so fucking terrible. I watched The Nun. Also pretty rough. Better than that than those Annabelle movies, but still not great. But these movies, you know, they make so much money. Yeah. They have all these spinoffs and all the spinoffs are making money. It's like they're going to keep making them as long as they keep making money. And I, if this one had come out in theaters, it probably would have made a ton of money. They just do really well. Like the Annabelle movies do really well. Oh, well, all, people love the story. They Yeah. And now they know. have a whole universe. I mean, all these movies are interconnected. Like. I was yeah. watching the Annabelle movie, the second one, and there's um, a picture of the nun from the nun movie. And then you're watching like um, the other. And then what they do is they put like, so you'll watch like this 
like the Annabelle movies and they'll put a bunch of other ghosts in there. And then I think what they do is they like pull people and they say, okay, which of these, these characters like ghosts, did you think were the most interesting? And then I think they just plan fucking movies off of that. Yeah, just, probably. Because like in the second Annabelle movie, there's a werewolf. Or there's a were- no. The third Annabelle movie, there's a werewolf in it. Like, I don't. I don't even think I watched it. There's a werewolf. Like it makes no sense. There's a, were- a legit werewolf in it. <laughs> like a, it, it. It's chasing some dude around a yard in suburbia. It's yeah. a werewolf. So, um, I don't know if you listen to Chaz and AJ in the morning. No. I don't, I don't um, listen to anything in the morning. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> it's usually on my radio when I'm going to yeah, work. Before I right. start listening to podcasts, I listen to the local radio station. And they had the the guy from um, <clears throat> from the museum on. And he was like, you know, we, you know we're sh- they're shut down and stuff like that. And right. um, But they recently had to move from one building to another like a few years back uh, due to like a, a rent problem or whatever it was. Right. And he's like, so we had to move the doll, but we had to have like somebody come in and like, you know, spe- do all this stuff to it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there was a guy in there and he came in with his girlfriend after when they were st- before they got shut down before COVID. And he's like, yeah, this thing's not real. And he's mouthing <laughs> off to the doll and he's telling the doll to do something. If you're real, do something. If you're real, do something. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, you got to stop because you don't know like what's going to happen. And the kids and like, nothing's going to happen. It's a doll, you know. So they left. He finds out two days later he dies in a car accident. What? I was like, so you blamed it on the doll? Like, maybe the kid was speeding. Maybe he went to swerve right. around. Maybe there was a baby in the road and he wanted to not hit it. You know, I mean, he was anything. Gonna, he was going to die eventually. If not then, it could have been a month later and they still would have blamed the doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A month later, you know? I'm like, yeah, it was totally the doll. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, now they're in a new building all shut down. So it's funny. Yeah. We've got a new Space Jam movie coming out. That's gonna go direct to who's it's not it's not LeBron James, is it? Um it might be. Hmm. I feel like I think feel like it is. I feel like I, I heard LeBron and that movie together at some point. Yeah, me too. But maybe he was producing it. Let's see. Um yeah, LeBron James. He stars in it? Yeah, plays himself. Oh, yep. That's gonna be shitty. And you got uh him, Don Cheadle. Uh, I don't know some of these other people, though. Yeah, those are the only two names I really recognize. So that's going direct to uh, to streaming in theaters at the same time. We've got uh, the Suicide Squad Yeah, it's going to be all CGI watch. It's going to, like, the original Space Jam. Yeah, they're not going to hand animate that thing. No. Yeah, like like the, new, the old yeah. one, what, it holds up because it was animation. It was great. That's true. It was they that brought a human into an animation right. world, and... which they had done in other movies at that time. But that, like, oh yeah, Roger like a Roger Rabbit, Rabbit. yeah, um, Cool World did it. There were a bunch of movies yeah. that did it, but yeah, Space Jam is the one everybody saw. Right? I mean, everyone saw Roger Rabbit, but um, yeah, no. And now there's going to be some CGI crap. Watch it will be you a hundred percent will be. There's no doubt they're not hand drawing anything for this movie. Well, how are they gonna how are they gonna do that to Looney? Do, does Looney Tunes still exist? Well, that's what I'm saying. So they brought back Tom and Jerry, right? So there's that, that movie coming out. And now Looney Tunes, yeah, like I'm looking at a picture of Bugs Bunny right now. So I guess they're trying to bring it back. It still exists, but nobody want, nobody watches it, right? My kids wouldn't know what it is. They saw Space Jam and they were like, what the hell is this? Oh, I love Space Jam. So. 
It's yeah, awesome. Like the new kid, like younger kids though today, they're like, what the fuck? They don't even know who Michael Jordan is, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah um, like, Why is this guy famous? Exactly. Like at the yeah. time when we were kids, he was like the biggest fucking athlete on the planet. You know? yeah. um, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, that's coming direct to streaming in theaters. Uh, so that's okay. that's a big one because I'm sure they were planning on that being, you know, a tentpole type movie that would have made a lot of money. But I'm definitely going to watch that one. Um, and the fourth Matrix movie is coming out in December, apparently December next year. So Keanu Reeves is back. You know, they made a Matrix four. No idea what the plot's going to be. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I never made it past. Did you second. see the new Bill and Ted yet? No, I almost watched it a couple weeks ago, and then I held yeah. off to watch it. I probably my buddy watch saw it, it and um, I was like, "Was it good?" He's like, "Just watch it." I got to think. Well, he wouldn't give me anything. He wouldn't give me an indication yeah. whether it was good or bad. He was like, no, yeah. "Just watch it." So, I heard it's really good. Like, but I've heard you have to be a fan of the, of the movies to enjoy it. That's all I heard. But anyway, that's pretty much. They got a bunch of other movies on here that I don't recognize. <laughs> Uh, Dune was a big one that was going to come out that's going straight to streaming. What was it? Dune, the Dune movie. Um, I oh, don't care about yeah. it, but I know people are obsessed with that. And then there's like a bunch of dramas and there's a musical and some other stuff I don't recognize. But it's an interesting, I was saying to you earlier before we started recording, like it'll be interesting to see, you know, if other studios start to take this approach. Even I like think the, they are even like the limited window. So like they're taking like a 30 day window or whatever, like the limited approach of we'll put it out just to these platforms or, you know, or to rent it. So like you could rent it for however much um, when it, you know, the same day it comes to theaters. Cause at the end of the day, like even before COVID, like people were changing their habits. So like, streaming most people were watching movies via streaming because a lot of us now have fucking tvs and sound systems that are good enough for most of these movies to play well in our homes you know back in the 80s and the 90s you had like a shitty tiny like shitty tv and the sound sucked but now like you can have fucking surround in your house hd picture on a giant screen yeah and and, and, and have the have- you have a lot of the convenience of convenience. If it's yeah. something I'm really into, I, I try absolutely not to. But if you're watching a two and a half hour movie, hour yeah. and a half in, you can pause it, go take a piss, yeah. go have a cigarette, exactly. pop some yeah. popcorn, you know, right. grab a slice of pizza, whatever you want, come back in, sit down, hit play. In the theater, mm-hmm. if, if you're like, oh, I got a piss, you go up, you know, get something. You've just missed 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the movie. Right. And so, it's funny because uh, like a lot of people are, are a lot of celebrities came out, like people who directors and shit, and they're pissed, right? But a lot of people were pointing out, like, the reason the celebrities are pissed is because they get paid bonuses based on ticket sales. So, like, if, you know, if Zack Snyder directs a movie and that movie makes a billion dollars, he gets a bonus for making that much money in the theater. When it goes to streaming, he loses some of that bonus. So he's losing money. So, but they'll get out there and say, oh no, it's about the art, you know, (laughs) like our movie is intended to be seen on a screen and they're all so full of shit because they're all in it for the money. And that's proven by the fact that apparently Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins were paid pre-bonuses 
to uh, to talk about how good the deal with HBO Max was. Well, if that's the if that's the if that's the philosophy, if he's saying it's meant to be seen on a big screen, fine. I can. Well, that's you, what you got a projector. I, I can go to your house and watch it in the same size. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like we can watch it the same way. That's what people are saying. It was it was actually um what's his, so a bunch of people came out, but God, the dude that directed um, Inception and the Dark Knight movies, it was him, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And a lot of people pointed out that it's funny because Christopher Nolan forced Warner Brothers to release Tenet in a theater. They didn't want to do it. He forced them to do it. They lost their fucking backs on it because it made no money. So he cost the studio millions of dollars. And a lot of people are saying that one of the things that pushed Warner Brothers to this deal was Christopher Nolan's movie because yeah. he forced he forced them to test it. And then they hyped yeah. it up. Yeah, and it failed. Like, it, it if, crashed. Uh, even even after that, they were like, "You can watch it in your home." Like <laughs> the whole slogan for that movie was, "You can watch it in your home. You can watch it on your TV." Like that whole, <laughs> it's going to be on. They like, hyped it up so much, and it still did. It still didn't do well. But no. it's funny that it tanked in the theater because it was right before COVID. Like as soon as everything shut down, right. that was that was the main movie in the theater. Like it was probably only out a few days. And then, and then right. they had to figure out a way to scramble to get people to watch it at their house. That's so funny. <laughs> like, real quick, I'm looking at this. Did you know Pete Davidson is in Suicide Squad? The new one, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yep. know that. Yeah. Who the Sylvester Stallone's in it too? I am not happy about Pete Davidson being in it. I know. I, mean, I was thinking. Gonna watch it, but <laughs> anyway. Um, no. That's all I got. Will Ferrell and like Pete Davidson should just go off and make movies together for the rest of their lives. <laughs> like that should be the only two people, them and uh, The Rock and yeah, throw Kevin Hart in there. Those four people just make movies forever. He plays Blackguard. I don't even know who Blackguard is. Yeah, no, I don't know. Idris Elba's Bloodsport though. They probably just made a character out for him so he wouldn't cry about not having to be in something because he's a little whiny bitch. <laughs> I do like some of the casting in this movie, though. I mean, like, Idris Elba's Bloodsport's good casting. Obviously, Margot Robbie is back. Joel Kinnaman is back. He might be good in it because he's not going to be playing a comedic role. Like, they're not like, That's true. hey, yeah. hey Pete, you're not playing a comedic What do you mean? I'm super funny. No, you're not, bro. But we're going we're gonna to make it. Yeah. But so. he, yeah, he's got Michael Brooker in here. He's got John Cena in the cast. Yeah, I saw that, too. Interesting cast. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. That's coming out in August. We'll be able to watch it. So, see how that goes. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. So, you want to move on to the pale door? We can do that. All right. Let me pull it up here. The Pale Door from 2020. Um, Are you able to bring up trailers on here? I don't. I remember last time we had issues, but the way this records, I have to actually um, extract the audio, or I have to um, not extract the audio. I have to change the format of the audio, and then flip it over. So there's a lot, actually, a lot more editing that goes into this. only because I, so, um, yeah, so I can just edit in after. Because this doesn't even, this won't allow us to play copyrighted stuff. 
Zoom doesn't. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so, that's right. Yeah, I have to go back and edit it anyway. All right. So you're gonna play something? I was not still not sure what you're gonna do. <laughs> oh no, no, I was pulling it up on my phone, so I had something to look back on. All right, no, so you I'm want me to read the trailer the... and after? Yeah, go ahead and read the synopsis. All right, I'll read the. I'm gonna read the synopsis here. Um, actually, I'm gonna go up on IMDb because the, uh, the letterbox synopsis is. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it's not great. I'm gonna see if IMDb is any better. Where's the goddamn sink? Who are you? My name is Pearl. Well, there goes our big payday. She's just an innocent woman. We ain't gonna sell her anything we do. If you take me to my home, there would be a handsome reward. This way, to the brothel. Gentlemen, please, make yourselves at home. Understand there was a reward. Of course, a handsome sum for these handsome men. Don't be afraid. What just happened? We gotta get out of this too. Either find our way out of this, or go down swinging. Let's go. Basically the same. All right. So the the plot on on Letterbox is uh, you know Pale Door 2020. The Dalton gang escape to a nearby town after a train robbery goes south. They are met by a coven of witches with sinister plans for the unsuspecting outlaws. Um, so I, uh, I suggest that we watch this one. I knew nothing about it, really. Um, I watched the trailer, looked at the poster. It's like, oh, this looks interesting. It's a good trailer. Um, there were some good reviews out there. Um, so that was interesting. There's some cast members that I recognized. Uh, had never heard of the director before, but... Uh, one of the producers was Joe Lansdale, uh, who wrote um, Bubba Hotep, and uh, he's actually written like a bunch of really weird kind of interest. He wrote, um, I never saw it, but uh, there's another one that Don Coscarelli directed, and now I can't think of the name of it. But um, anyway, he writes a lot of like really weird kind of horror, sci-fi, fantasy type stuff. Um, he's also written like some really kind of decent crime stuff. There was a show called uh, Hap and Leonard that he he he, he worked on. Um, so he's actually pretty prolific in like horror circles. So his name caught my eye. I mean, it looks like his son may have written the story. So the overall concept of the movie is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's um, different, right? So like 
it's a horror western, which there's not a lot of horror westerns out there. Um, I love westerns, but I also like siege siege type movies. And The Pale Door is like, you know, these guys, they're a typical western gang. And uh, they decide they're going to rob this train because they know that there's valuable cargo on it. And when they get to the train, you know, they, they rob it and they find this crate on the train. And inside the crate is this young girl. And they end up finding out that she's actually like in a coven of dead witches that are like burned up. So like the plot itself was actually really unique. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Western or like, let's say, we, we, we've seen cowboys and Indians or cowboys and whatever. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a cowboy and witches. Right. And that's what actually like really intrigued me about it. And it, it, I, especially not just witches, but like a whole, like there's a horde of them. Right. So yeah, it almost, it plays like a, like a zombie movie or a siege movie or where like these guys are basically outnumbered. It's like, your t- it's almost your typical Western story. <laughs> Where you have like your your outlaws that are outnumbered, out outmanned, right? All that stuff. Like they're basically up against a threat that they can't defeat. Um, in this case, because it's supernatural, because they're already dead. So no matter what they do, they're just going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back, and then they get picked off one by one. But the fact that it is like these, there's this whole mythology behind it about there are these women, and they were all they were witches, I guess. I, I it wasn't really clear to me whether or not they were actual witches before they were burned. I don't know if they ever said that, um, but they are now. Like once they're dead, they were probably like, "Fuck it, we thought we were witches, now we're gonna be witches." Um, but like all these women were burned by these puritanical, you know, ministers or whatever of New England, and they all are in this one town and they're kind of like stuck there, and they just lure in strangers, usually okay. men. Yeah, so it doesn't say, it doesn't specify except for the mother. Yeah. But it doesn't specify if every single one of them died in that town. Or did yeah, they just so, wind up there? Exactly. So that, like, I, I it, there's a lot of witches there. Yeah. So it, it, that part, like, in terms of plot, when you start to think about it, it maybe starts to fall apart. Because it's like, all right, the one yeah. woman they explain fully, right? Yeah, like, there's like bring... 30 witches. Like, what are the odds that there's going to be 30 witches in one town <laughs> that has six buildings? Right. So, like, <laughs> do all the witches that die go there? Like, instead of going Yeah, that's, what, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, it, they just die and go there? Because it's, yeah, it's not explained. Because, like, later in the movie, they actually because... burn the one female outlaw. Yeah. And I'm assuming she'll come back as one of them. I don't, they don't, I don't think they ever really show that, but like were they just taking women and burning them and like i that stuff's all really muddy (laughs) there's so many it shows the mother she was still pregnant when she was burned right right yeah right yeah okay so So her daughter also came back yeah so her daughter also came back but she can also control the other witches so uh, the daughter's age makes me think that the daughter's still aging well, right. that was weird too. Is that she was she wasn't like stuck <laughs> in as her an, current, yeah, as an infant, which is what you would expect. So, which means those other witches would have died before the other lady, due to the age of the child, because all the other ones were full adults, right? Because they were all brothel right. workers, 
So right. all of them died before the main mother, yeah. but yet the mother controls all the other witches. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So <laughs> like, there was like <laughs> that, that stuff. I was like, Ooh, there's, there's too much. Like, uh, it's like a really good concept, not fully executed when you start to look at yeah. all the plot holes, but, um, the stuff that does work works really well. So the, the witch makeup is actually pretty incredible right because this is this it's, is a, yeah it's a low budget movie you can tell it's low budget but one area that the budget is not hindered does not hinder the movie is in the effects work because the witch makeup is so freaking good it's it's i've never yeah. seen anything quite like it yeah that's you know? good the body horror part of it too like in the bad body horror stuff is moving inside the body is really good really good and the stuff in the church too yeah. So when uh, when the Pat Healy character like eats the glass and then um, like cuts his throat and like the bird coming out of the guy's all that stuff is like the, yeah. a full bird comes out of a character's mouth. You know that stuff is all so well done. Yeah, I like the like when they're in the brothel when they first get there and um, they're taking the guys upstairs and the mm-hmm. witches are on burnt on the ceiling. Yeah, and you and see him climb, crawling around. And you see him crawling around, and then it, 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 at another point, when the guys are walking across the platform, after that, the witches are moving, so they're almost out of frame. Of if, right. like, if you were on that landing and you looked up or out, looked at the side of your eye, you wouldn't see them. They're kind of just there, which I right. thought was really, really cool. Yeah, there's some really good stuff, um, especially like so, like the one the. I guess I'll point out some of the issues they did have is I think it takes too long to get to that stuff. Um, takes a really long time to get to like the witches. And that's like the draw of it. Especially if you know going in that it's going to happen. So like, okay, when are you going to get to the witches? Because the witch stuff looks so good. And like you said, the way they handle the stuff on the edges, all that stuff's really good. Um, but it takes a little while to get there. And the, the areas where the budget hurts it are like the sets are pretty rough like um early on especially like when they're in their initial setting like in that little western town it looks like like a western town you would go to with your family on vacation yeah that's what i thought too i was like did they just like rent <laughs> like one of those like vacation yeah. places out yeah right it totally exactly looks what like, it reminded me of mm-hmm. so it doesn't look like we don't know we weren't there in that time maybe that's exactly what it looked like but it looked like one of those like cowboy towns that you go yeah. to. And, <laughs> and the same thing goes for like the costuming on a lot of the guys. Like some of them look like, you know, you got a high end Halloween costume as a cowboy. Uh, they're not all like that. Some are better than others, but. If you, you know, you know what I was thinking? I, up until some of like the gory parts or like, you may have probably, it, you know, the, the chewing of the glass with the blood in the mouth, that, mm. that may pass too. But mm-hmm. I thought pretty much right up until we met the witches or, and even after we met the witches too, I, I may have still been thinking about it. This really reminded me of like a made for TV movie. Like yeah, the setting, almost, the I way shit you. looked. Like, almost sci-fi level, right? Like yeah. what you'd expect to see. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so I, it does redeem like this itself. Is like, like the like uh, you remember like the like kill dozer. I was just a really cheesy <laughs> setting. Like yes. you could tell, like it was just like them yeah. out on a beach or like gorilla footage. Uh, this reminded me a lot of like we don't have a lot of money. Where can exactly. we go? It's not going to cost us a lot. 
right? It's like we even the costumes out. look like one of those things that like you would go on vacation with your family and put them on for a picture. That's what, I, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, perfect. Like the the photo things you do, yeah, yes, hundred exactly. percent. Like. That's what it looked like, and that's unfortunate because it takes away from like a pretty good content. And I think they just put all their money into the effects, whatever they had, they put it into makeup. So, you know, I ended up giving this movie two and a half out of five. Basically, like, you know, there's like one half of the movie that I really liked, and then one half of the movie that I was like, eh, I don't know, because it takes you out of it when it looks so unrealistic. Like, you know, when it's just when it's like a set that you could go visit with your family and it doesn't look authentic, that stuff. I, there's also an issue because the sin that honestly, one of the things that you blame in that is the cinematographer isn't doing a good enough job to sell it. So like if they're not lighting it properly, um, you know, things might be too bright. So you see, you see those imperfections in the sets, like in daylight, maybe you don't need to show things in bright light because you start to see how fake it looks. So yeah. some of that might just be that it's not, you know, the person that shot it isn't as skilled. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they might've been better at some of the, the nighttime and the effects work and stuff. Cause the stuff in the church I thought worked really well and looked pretty yeah. good. I'm probably, I'm well, I'm not probably, I'm going to contradict myself right now because I actually thought the ending was really good. Like the way they okay. wrapped it all up. Like I thought yeah. it was really good, but at the same time, the way this movie does one thing that I just absolutely hate. Mm -hmm. You go into a building to be safe. Then you're no yeah. longer safe in the building. So you leave right. the building and start running. Then you're right. not safe in the woods. So you run back to the building. Well, if you weren't right. safe in the building to begin with, right. and you weren't safe in the woods, just keep running. But you come back to the building. Now you're not safe in the building anymore. You're like, okay, we're definitely not safe in there. So now we're going to run again for a second time when the two dude, when, when him and yeah. the guy run, they run out, they're attacked by the witches again. He comes back by himself back to the, I'm like, what is it? Like you just yeah, realized so, twice, yes. twice that you weren't safe in that building, but yet you went back to the same building twice. And to <laughs> me, I had issues with some of that too. Um, and to me, it felt like there were points in the movie that just needed to be cut. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> you know, cause like um, if you have people running, like it's a great point, right? Like you're in a building, then you run outside to get attacked. You go into the building, you run back outside to get attacked you're starting to like spin your wheels too much. Yes. You're showing us this. You're, once they leave the brothel, it spins its wheels until they kind of start to pick them off in the church and they get to the end. But there's a lot of like, you're absolutely right. It's like run into building, sit there for a little while. And like the first time they run into the building, they aren't even being attacked and they leave. You know, they're like, oh, well, we're going to go back because, you know, we're going to go. I don't remember what they say, but it's like well, I think I'm they were doing out. like mind manipulation on them or some shit. They were in the church, but early on, it, I don't think they were doing anything yet. Um, no, they were just outside yelling. They were like, "Bring out the boy!" Yeah, and like they basically the first time they run away, though they run back to the first building that they were in, and then they just decide to leave like, to go get the brother, I guess, but. One guy's like, oh, I'm just, I'd rather go out shooting. And it's like, but you're not being attacked right now. So for all you know, you could just leave and be fine right now because you're not, no one's after you. So to make that comment when you're not being attacked, <laughs> when you're yeah. in the church, maybe it's a little different, but. Not only that, the, 
you at know. least we know now. So if me and you were ever out and, and you know how to do this and like for whatever we reason we run into witches and the yeah. witches and the and the witches tell us like, hey, listen, our powers do not go beyond this town. <laughs> now now we want to keep we want to keep Mike and you can go free. You say, Okay, fine. Well, me and Mike will walk to the edge of town. I'll be like, All right, fine, I'll stay. And then run. we just both run past the line. <laughs> Did you realize the one that they kept was a homosexual virgin, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. Yeah, <laughs> but like he, they, they, they all could have survived. Like they all, he could have oh, been like, because he right. says, "I want I, our our powers end at, at the town," and then um, the other brother says, "Okay, well, let my brother go," and right. then he says, and then they're saying their goodbyes or whatever. He'd be like, "I just want to walk him to the edge of town to make sure he's safe," and then you can keep so, me, and then you just run past the line. She did say we control who who leaves. So like I got the sense that they because like at one point the guy in the church was like the sun's not coming up right it's like permanent nighttime. So we have to do something because daylight's not coming. And the witch says something like we control who leaves or whatever. So like they oh, kind of throw she out, does say we we control who comes in and who leaves. Yeah yeah. yeah. So they kind of throw that out there, but you're still kind of correct in that scenario because. Like you get right up to the edge, <laughs> yeah. And when they open the door, you just fucking jump through it. Just because, yeah, just run. Once you're through it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I can. We can outsmart witches, man. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I don't have too much more to say. Um, I thought I do it was say good. it's worth to watch. I thought it was decent. Yeah, I thought it was decent, but, but it. Yeah. You could see how like it, it maybe with like a little bit more money or more like seasoned director or whatever. Like this movie probably could have been incredible yeah because like um, the the girl outlaw i don't know she bothered me for some reason i didn't like her uh, character. she didn't fit with the rest of the cast right and at she was just talking about there. she's talking about getting a threesome oh yeah yeah <laughs> but like you're right they, she just kind of disappears or like oh you go off and find a doctor and then she's dead you know like you don't even really see yeah. so the kid there. that said that i forget he's in a tv show the wife watches which kid the the, the gay version Really? Oh, I figured he wasn't in like anything. Huh. Yeah, no, he's in. He's the main character in a show that my wife, because she saw him immediately. She's like, "Oh, that's whatever." He's in mm. a show where people run into his house and rape him with a banana. What? And that, yeah, I I don't know what it's called, but they apparently run into his house and like the football team like rapes him with a banana or something, and then I don't know. I I, I could be Wait, way what? off. It may not be a banana. <laughs> it could be another foreign object, but yeah, something okay. about a butt raping but um i'm looking him up right now so he's um, famous and um oh he was in 13 reasons why yes yes there you are there you go yeah um, um i do recognize oh my god yeah i recognize i never watched that show but I and then everybody it. else that's in it is recognizable from like if you look up their imdb yeah, yeah. like you're like the i've, seen, squad that. Is I've in there? seen yeah the the uh the, cop the, old, the old yeah he was the cop in monster squad yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, Noah Sagan's been in a bunch of stuff. Pat Healy's been in a bunch. You're right. There's, yeah. there's a bunch they, of guys in this who have been in a bunch of been in it. You, you'll recognize them from something. Yes. yes. Um, so it's got and, a decent cast. Yeah. And I think that's because they probably saw the script and they're like, this is interesting. This is different. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool concept. So I could see why they would sign on to it. It's just that I don't think that there was quite enough <laughs> Uh, skill behind the camera to really fully execute it that's you know that's just my guess i mean the, the guy that directed this the other thing i saw 
that he worked on was Scare Package, which is also on Shutter. He worked on one segment in there. Um, so he doesn't have a ton of experience. And then like they his... spent so much time on how the kid wants to farm back. And then he finally told them, you know, that he, he, there's no reason to have the farm back. It was right. all stolen goods all and stolen, all this other yeah. stuff, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. They spent so much time on, on, on him getting the farm or wanting the farm that I thought like, hey, he's going to get the farm back and maybe right the wrongs of his dad and start giving, you know, grow some crops and become a great farmer and start giving some of it back that he stole, right. like something. And then it's like, oh, so we never, we never, we never come back to the, to the farm thing. Like no. it just, it's just, you could have cut it the is, entire it's unresolved, thing out. Yeah. yeah. It's just completely unresolved. Just cut it out and you could have cut 15, 20 minutes off this movie. Yeah, the movie is, it feels too long. And it's, it's not a super long movie, but it, it feels too long. So, um, not perfect, but, you know. Yeah, no, it feels long, but it's not like the long where you find yourself pausing it, checking your phone. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't do that. It, it, it kind of went right through. So, all right. well, that's all, that's all I got. All I got on on so, um, all right. I guess uh, next episode, we already know what we're going to cover. So uh, we're going to talk about VFW, another Siege movie. Yes. Um, so uh, look forward to that, I guess, next episode. All right. Yeah, well, we'll Take end it here, and then we will see you on the next show with VFW.